Welcome to the Expat Cast. This is a podcast where expats share their stories about fitting in, standing out, and every mishap on the journey to finding home abroad. I'm your host, Nicole. I finally have a voice again. I'm like mostly recovered from my latest cold. I'm very excited to be back for what feels to me like the first time I'm actually talking to you guys all year. So I'm a little bit late in saying a huge thank you to everyone who donated to Fagapodfo, which is the fourth annual charity challenge I did with Sean of the Germany Experience. Go back a couple episodes if you want to hear more about that. But in short, we raised money to help support a program organizing free, easy therapy for Ukrainian children and teens in their mother tongue. Now, when we first launched this, we got actually right off the bat an anonymous 100 euro donation, which is incredible. And then we got a good number of smaller donations from various people. A lot of them even left a little message and said, good luck with the move, Nicole, or like Nicole and Sean, thank you so much for your podcasts. And that was so nice to read and really, really, really cool to see the money coming in for this great cause. And then the craziest thing happened. Thomas K, I don't know who you are, but you are a very kind and generous fellow. He said, Nicole, your episodes helped me tremendously when moving from Germany to Austin, Texas a year ago. All the best for your new adventures in Paraguay and donated 250 euros. Sean and I are both completely blown away. We were texting about this, but there wasn't much to the text. It was basically just lots of mind blown emojis and... Both of us just feeling so touched by, by Thomas, but also by the other listeners who donated that you guys turn up in those moments. It's just so important and it means so much to us that we can do something to give back to people who need it. Thank you to everyone who donated. This is my first intro I'm recording since actually sharing my big news that I'm moving to Paraguay. So I also just wanted to say thank you to everyone for the messages, the comments, the emails. There's been a lot of kindness and support coming my way from you guys. And I really, really, really appreciate it. I thought the worst of the moving prep was more or less behind me as of December. I don't know what it is, but the last week or two has been some of the hardest I've had this whole time. And I just really could use the good vibes. So thank you to everyone who sent your support. Okay, so much more to say, but we've got several more episodes this season, so I don't need to say it all in one intro. <laughs> I can focus now on the episode, which is a Travel Germany episode about the Black Forest. I'm so excited for various reasons. First off, the guest. The guest is my dear friend Jenny, aka Trash Jenny. We actually did so many episodes together in the past. Jenny is the first friend that I made in Freiburg, but we haven't checked in with her in several years. The biggest news that she has is that she moved from Freiburg into the Black Forest. It's, it's a very well-chosen location that she lives in because it is one of the prettiest places I've seen ever, slash especially in, in Germany or in the Freiburg area. And the cool thing is, uh, Jenny and I, one of the main ways that we've hung out all these five years is just getting together and going on some kind of like little adventure, be it going to a new a different restaurant or guest house or going on a hike. We've gone on a couple bike rides. We've gone on a lot of lake days. We've just done so many nice outdoor and food related activities up in that area. And you know, the adventures that I was a part of, that's just a drop in the bucket. Jenny is truly the queen of the Schwarzwald of the Black Forest. She knows this area like the back of her hand. She can tell you the bus schedules, the train schedules, the hikes, 
all just at the top of her head. So of course we don't get into that level of detail in the episode, but she does share what she has learned over the years as the best of the Black Forest. Although I'm in the throes of a move and as said, one of the busiest, most stressful weeks I've had in ages, I somehow managed to take notes on this episode, put together a blog post. So check the show notes for that. You'll get a link to the blog post where you have further links to all of the highlights that we mentioned in this episode. I don't want to brag, but I am kind of proud of and impressed by myself for doing that. So I had to mention that I did that this week despite everything. Okay, anyway, we just love this area. And I really hope to infect you guys with the bug, with wanting to come visit the Black Forest. Let's hear from the queen of the Black Forest herself, Trash Jenny. My name is Jenny, and I'm originally from the San Francisco Bay Area in California, and I currently live in the Hochschwarzwald, or the Black Forest Highlands would be a loose English translation of Germany, and specifically my community is known as Feldberg, which its little claim to fame is it's like the highest altitude zip code (laughs) where people live in Germany. There's other places that are higher in Germany, but people don't live there. So we're the highest community in terms of altitude in Germany. And how long have you been living up there? Oh, I've been living up here specifically for just about two years, but I've been in the greater Freiburg area, which Freiburg is considered part of the Schwarzwald, and I've been there for just going on about seven Long-time listeners may know you and your voice already because you've, you've been on the show a lot of times, but actually not for years. I remember we talked about your language course visa and like how you got the language learning visa. Yep. And then I, my favorite topic I've ever done, which is uh, snacks and toilets, where we talked about our favorite snacks and toilets. <laughs> that 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 is true. We talked when you were living in Freiburg, and this is absolutely your first time being on since living, to, living in the Black Forest. So... Um, My first question is, what brought you to the Black Forest area? But I'll say in this sense, like specifically, not just Freiburg, but like what brought you to like the highest altitude community (laughs) in Germany? (laughs) Uh, I always had a great love for this area specifically. When I originally came to Freiburg, I was just here on a weekend trip um, through like couch surfing in order to show me around. We did take a day trip up to Schluckstee, which is the big lake up here. And this would have been, this was February 2016, early February 2016. So everything was like covered covered in snow and it was really beautiful. I mean, the fact that we were able to get up to where I live on public transit was just blowing my mind. So I knew about this place from my very first visit ever to Germany in my life, that famous couch surfing trip back in 2016, which started (laughs) the ball rolling on me eventually moving here. However, 
due to circumstances, I was forced to suffer in Freiburg for, <laughs> for four or five years and actually live in the city. Oh, um, no. <laughs> and so, so what happened and why I ended up um, in the Feldberg community was because, uh, well, I always really loved it up here. And while living in Freiburg, coming up into this area was so easy to just get on the train. And within an hour, you're in this beautiful rural, you know, little picturesque fairy tale villages. And if it's winter, that's a ski zone. If it's summer, it's water sports on the lake and whatnot. And I would come up here any free chance I got. When I got the chance, basically, or needed to look for a new place to live, I wasn't opposed to moving up here. And it was actually a place that I started looking for an apartment. And I happened to find an apartment that was pretty affordable. Um, I went for it. Yeah, I mean, I would say from knowing you, it was like definitely love at first sight of going up there. And I remember like first because you were the first friend that I made in Freiburg and like pretty early on in that we went on specifically that train to specifically that area to go see this whole bit. You loved it so much and, and I could absolutely see why. And like you basically were commuting every day anyway, not every day, but like a couple times a week you would go from Freiburg all the way up there to go on these little like outdoor adventures. So yeah, you're you're commuting one way or the other. Might as well commute for work and live where you want to be rather than yeah. other way around. That was my thought process. And yes, I drag anybody up and out here because I want I want people to realize like how what is so close to Freiburg that there's so much to do with just a short easy train ride okay let's say that I've never ever heard of the Black Forest before what would you say are three things that I should know about it right off the bat well number one I think it's a really good area for if somebody has never been to Europe but wants to get a taste of multiple countries we're so well situated the fact that we're close to switzerland france italy so that's something i specifically like about this area and then this corner of germany in particular but it is very german so if somebody wants that traditional german experience they will get that here i think of like the timbered homes or the 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 Schwarzwald architecture is very specific. Number two, let's see. I would say that there's no like bad time of year to come here. I think that the Schwarzwald offers things for people in the summer, in the middle of winter when there's like skiing opportunities and winter sports. And obviously anytime that's warmer months, there's going to be uh, opportunities for hiking, cycling, mountain biking. There's just a lot to do. So like year round. And then the third thing I would say is that it gives you the opportunity to have a calming, relaxing, peaceful vacation at any sort of a price point, like a budget, because you can go here and feel very pampered if you stay at like a really nice hotel. But if you're a budget traveler, you're still going to get a lot of the same things, even if you come up here and stay in a hostel. I don't think the experience is that different aside from the actual place you're staying at where you're sleeping overnight. We're all still getting to experience the peace and the calm and the sort of like uh, healing properties I feel that this area has. I would throw in there too. I think it's an area that most people think they don't really know anything about, but I think at least a lot of Americans have heard of the Black Forest because of three products. <laughs> First off, uh, Cuckoo Clocks, 
people might not automatically connect with the Black Forest, but they historically, I guess, did come from this area. It was like Black Forest wood. And then Black Forest ham and Black Forest cake. So um, that's like a cherry chocolate cake. You are always telling people, including me and our other friends here in Freiburg, that we're all doing it wrong and we should be living up or staying up in the Black Forest way more often. And whenever we have visitors, you're like, they're fools for staying in the cities when they could just hop on the train and stay up here and have this amazing experience. So let's say you've convinced someone that that is correct, that they should not bother staying in any of the cities nearby, but rather they should come to this area, but actually stay for the weekend at least in the Black Forest. How would you tell that person to spend that weekend? What are kind of some of the things that you would say are must-sees, must-dos? Book a hotel anywhere in Hindersarten, Tidisay, uh, Berenthal, which is in the Feldberg community that I live in, or even up at Schlucksee at the lake there. Um, any of those towns, because they have a train stop. Bonus points if it's like Tidisay or Hintersarten because they have trains every half an hour into Freiburg, so you're a little bit more flexible during the daytime of when you want to go. I say don't miss Schlucksee because that's the for me, that's the biggest and prettiest lake around here. And there's all different kinds of activities to do. If it is in a warmer month, obviously, there's uh, you can just swim in the lake. It's warm enough for that. So any type of lake activities. You can't have, uh, there's no like jet skiing or water skiing. There's no power boats on there. But you can paddleboard, canoe, kayak even just water raft, whatever. You can just go out on the lake and have a day. There's a ferry that goes around that you can take that's uh, pretty affordable. You got us these really amazing like water hammocks from Aldi, I think it was. Yes. Um, where it just has <laughs> an inflatable edge and then you're like a netting that you lay in. And we have spent many a happy hour just floating around. Yeah, just, just float. <laughs> it's just a float. It's chill. It's very chill. They have a sailing school on, on Schlucksee because like I said, they there's the ferry, but that's the only like motorized boat that's allowed. Otherwise, it's just kids learning how to sail and I don't know. It's just a really great community. Um, and that is a great place to be. Obviously, the best season for that is anytime that it's warm over the summer because you can you want to go out on the water. Um, but certainly it's really beautiful in the fall as well or anytime. There's so many hikes that start from Schlucksee itself, like just a walk around the lake where it's just nice and even and flat. There's also lots of ways to get, you know, gain altitude, walk up behind the city of Schlucksee itself. They've built this viewing platform up there that gets you above the trees because now this whole area, the Black Forest, the reason it's called the Black Forest is because it's just covered in pine trees and it makes you know it's very dark and forested but it also has these areas where it'll be the top of a mountain a side of a hill where it's a field and then you have a nice big view but there's some areas where they've built a platform above the trees and Schlucksee has one of those it's a tower that you can climb up there and on a clear day you can see all the all the way to Switzerland and see like the entire Swiss Alps on Schlucksee specifically too that's close to the Rothaus brewery where they make our uh, local beer it's made with local schwartz brewed with schwartzwald water yeah, <laughs> so it, it has it, it's just got a clear 
uh, crisp taste. It's just really good tasting beer. I mean, it's your average German beer, but I think it's one of the better ones. And you can do a tour at the brewery. You can get lunch there. For kids, they have that cute little like tourist train for kids and yes. their parents. There's there's a train that will take you f- from Schlucksee up there. There, It's also easily accessible by bus and w- with a car, it's, it's probably a five minute drive. Yeah. Or for the more active people, you can hike or uh, bike. Yep. And um, in the summertime, they are often having little festivals in the um, grounds of Rothouse where they'll do uh, like a food truck festival or a music festival. And then it gets you know really active on the weekends there with these kind of events. If, if this was the winter time, you can also it, do cross-country skiing. That's very popular in this area. We have an area for downhill skiing. I'll get into that later. But around the lake, they'll pave what's normally the hiking paths. They'll pave those so that uh, they'll or they'll plow those for the snow. And um, you can do cross-country skiing when there's enough snow for that. So that's another it's just a total change of scenery. I did not know that, actually. That's really cool. You can do the whole lake round. I think mm-hmm. in the fall, too, there's a race there. So it's not quite a half marathon because it's like one kilometer short or something. But it's 20-something kilometers around the lake, like 21. Well, no, because 21 is a half marathon, right? I don't know. It's mm-hmm. like 19 or 20-something kilometers to do the whole loop on the lake. There's that. There was an ultra marathon where they went oh, like a much longer distance and over our highest peak on Feldberg and, and lots of like cycling races that happen throughout the season as well. I'm curious if you will mention Titize. <laughs> I have a love-hate relationship with it because of its, its, it is very touristy, but I think that is part of its charm. And that's why I would actually recommend people to stay there because it has a lot more restaurant options. There's more shopping to be done there. Like my favorite store, the sheep store, where everything is there. There's just sheep. I'm wearing their socks right now. <laughs> yeah. And of course, the cuckoo clock store. And so I do recommend, in terms of like, if somebody was coming here to stay just for a weekend, they definitely need to see Titty Say. It's just obviously as being a local now, I'm just like, uh, yeah, you know, it's the tourist trap, but <laughs> it's not as bad. It's not as tourist trappy as some places can be. And it's way more like doable in a way. Like if you wanted to walk a whole lap around the lake with Schluckse, that would take ages. But with Titise, it's like... Uh, Titise, you can get around in just maybe just over an hour depending on there's there's two ways that you can go where you can go a route sort of directly along it or you can go where you're along it and then you kind of go up this hill so you have a view of it and come down it's definitely more easy to do in just half the day whereas like schluck say depending on what you do there could be your whole day thing titties it can be squeezed in in just um, half a day do you know the name of that one hut that we went to for black forest cake do you know the one i mean oh that was yeah, I know what you the one that was um, a little bit away from the beach. Yeah, I liked it because I feel like a lot, like you were saying, like a lot of the restaurants and shops in Tuesday are just a bit touristy. And that one I found is a bit more laid back and authentic, local. I can link to it. There's um, really good camping along there too. Like there's, and that's where there are low cost options for staying in terms of like hostel. There's a bus service that runs between where the camping place and the hostel are and into town where you can get down to the train station and stuff. And like I said, the trains during the daytime are running between Tidisay and Freiburg every half an hour. 
maybe we should pause here and, and talk more about that train line. It's it's kind of the backbone of this whole episode in a way. All right, here's what I know about it. it it's called the Hohenthalbahn and it goes from, well, technically it goes beyond Freiburg, but like for our purposes, it starts in Freiburg and ends up at uh, Schluchsee and runs till TTSA every 30 minutes till Schluchsee every hour. And it just, uh, it just goes so many amazing places. Like Hinterzarden, you mentioned earlier, is a great spot as a jumping off point for hiking and I think even cross-country skiing. And then you get up to Tijuze, and then you turn around and go towards Svaldberg and Schluchsee. And I think you said it's been voted prettiest train line in Germany several times. It's often ranked as, yeah, it's often ranked as one of the best, most scenic train lines. Oh, also goes over Ravenneschlucht, which is most famous because it hosts my, my favorite Christmas market, um, the Ravenneschlucht Christmas market, where it's like actually right underneath where the train runs. And it also is a good hiking area for the yes. summer so this train line it's really easy for especially for people who don't use public transit all that much it doesn't go very many places so it's hard to get lost on there unless you're our friends and you go to Neustadt. <laughs> yeah well which also isn't the worst place to go is the other thing like it's it's not yeah it does the the reason that i'm talking about titty say is because the train splits there and one like you'll be riding on the train and half of the train will go to Neustadt and the other half will go up towards Schluchsee. Um, but they make announcements about it. There's signs. It's pretty easy to follow. And you just make sure you're on the right one. That's the only thing that's a little bit sketch about it. But it's very clean. There's bathrooms on the train, like all that. And just going up for the day and taking that ride was so impressive to me the first time I came here that it's it's still something I'm not quite even over yet that it's just public transit and in terms of like getting a ticket for a day pass I think it's still like around 12 or 13 euros for the whole day oftentimes if you're staying at a hotel here you're going to get a pass to use uh, all of the trains and buses for free that's included in the cost of your hotel if you're here for more than a week just buying the normal monthly pass for like less than 60 euros I think it is that pays for itself after five rides or whatever it's a very affordable way to see the area and it's a very safe way to see the area it's pretty reliable all of the towns between Freiburg and let's say Seebrug which we'll just call it Schluchsee anywhere that you get off along there has something to do and I love doing where I'll take the train up to a certain spot and get off and walk around that town and I either have like an hour there till the next train comes to take me back or uh, I'll walk and do some sort of a hiking route between stations and you can sort of follow it along and then when you're at a point where you're like okay I'm done I don't want to hike anymore you wait for the next train and go back so it's very convenient no matter where you're staying along there. It's absolutely stunning I really can't sell it enough I mean I think my personal favorite for riding it is is fall because the leaves are just crazy but it's really a year year round pleasure like in summer it's just lush and beautiful in winter you get the snow like often in Freiburg it won't be snowy but as you start to get elevated on the train you'll start to see snow on the trees and then all of a sudden you get out in this winter wonderland like it's just a stunning ride and the fact that that's like a functional part of seeing the area is just insane i'm okay i'm gonna bring the next question into this conversation because i think some of the the trips or excursions that i'm thinking about that you've taken me on 
might fall into this category. So I just want to open it up. The next question is, what are some day trips one can take from the Black Forest? Uh, Day trips for sure. If somebody is like staying in Freiburg, I would recommend that you take a day trip up to the places I've been talking about. If you're staying here, well, yeah, you can just spend a day between like Feldberg our two tallest t- mountains, for example, Feldberg and Herzogenhorn, which I think both have the really nice like view of it. whatever, everything. You see the entire Schwarzwald from up there. You go on so many little day trip adventures. And some of the ones that I've gotten to go on with you are like still some of my favorite things I've done in my Freiburg time. So for instance, yeah, like going up to Herzogenhorn. I think we went there. No, we didn't watch the sunset. Did we watch the sunset? I, I've seen the sunset up there, but I, I don't remember. <laughs> that's a good thing to do. Well, it's a good thing to do any time of year, but I'm biased to public transit only because I don't have a car here. But so if you're not renting a car and you are doing public transit, then watching the sunset up there is something to do this time of year in the winter where the sun is setting at like 430 because you still have plenty of time to go up, watch the sunset and then walk back down to where the bus is taking you back down to your hotel obviously if you have a car then it doesn't matter what time you go up and you can walk because sunset here is pretty late at like it'll be at like almost 10 o'clock at night in the height of summer which is magical and I love that we have such long days here um, but the only problem with you'll run into is if you're relying on the bus because the bus will stop at about 7 p.m. Yeah, I have to say, um, this was a running gag between us for like, I don't know, it felt like years, at least months, where you kept being like, yeah, from like Schlucksee or this place, that place, like a lot of places in the Black Forest, you can see the Alps. And I'm like, no, you can't. Like, that's ridiculous. And every time that we would be up there and we would hike somewhere that you'd be like, well, and usually if it's a clear day, you can see the Alps. I could not see any Alps. And then I think it was Herzogenhorn hike that was my first time actually seeing them and like since then I've seen them a bunch of times in different locations and holy moly it's just stunning and beautiful. This is why I would say a really good day trip on a clear day. So I say Herzogenhorn and Feldberg are both really great places because those have unobstructed views. Feldberg has the bonus of when you're up at the top you can look back down towards Freiburg and see a lot of that area out towards France where it's like the wine country and then Freiburg. You can see the French mountain range, the Vogesen. Um, And while we're on the topic of Feldberg, um, I did go up there just for a day trip once to just hike. But of course, it's most famous for downhill skiing. Yep. So in wintertime, well, which should be now, but basically from January into could be March or April, April usually, uh, there'll be the ski season. I would recommend this to people who want to come as a family are a little bit more beginners to skiing. I don't know what the, what the rating is. I'm not a downhill skier, so I'm not an expert on this, but it's very, very popular with families with young children. And you can do skiing and snowboarding and they've got lifts and they have snow machines. So they'll keep snow fresh powder going all the time okay another day trip that i absolutely loved was our biking adventure like you told me once you were like oh i biked to the swiss border the other day and i was like she's flying again first with the alps and now the biking um i was like no way (laughs) and i looked at a map and was like oh shoot maybe 
maybe it's true. And then one day we did it together and I still cannot believe that day. I actually, like the, the train line that we keep talking about, you can technically bring your bike on it. So I just literally biked to the main train station in Freiburg, took my bike on it, like a normal commuter bike, nothing special. We went up there, you hopped on with your bike, uh, we got out in Schulze, and what do we do? So this is one of my favorite, like, lazy bike rides. You can take your bike up on the train, and um, you get off in Schluckse or Seabrug, and you can decide to ride your bike around the lake, which is really nice. And then you're going to ride your bike down one of the valleys that basically leads out of the Black Forest, and you're going to see basically all of the southern Black Forest all the way to where it turns into the Swiss border, which is uh, divided by the Rhine River, which is a very famous river. And the route that we went on happened to be one that goes past the Waldhaus Brewery. So we stopped there for lunch. So yeah, that would be probably the just the easiest route to follow in that it's very straightforward and it is for the most part a bike path that is separate from the uh it's the b500 which is like a a highway here that goes between our area and um, switzerland so that would be what people could look up on the map but there's actually a bike path you're not riding on the road with the cars and the buses you're well it starts out where you're basically at pretty much as high as you can get in the in the schwarzwald You'll go over um, Hohenschwand, and once you get up to Hohenschwand, if it's a clear day, you'll see the Alps. I don't think it was on the day we went. There's a nice big panorama. There's plenty of like shops along the way if you want to stop and get uh, snacks or drinks or whatever. There's there's places to stop along the way, and I think a good midpoint was the uh, was that brewery because that's a little bit further out. You start to drive through farmland. The route that you're going on is you want to go towards, we're following signs, which are all marked. That's another great thing about this area is that there's so much signage. And we were just following the bike instruction signs to get to Waldshut, which is the town exactly right there on the Swiss border. So uh, we followed that route. We had lunch at the brewery and then we went and continued on down to Waldshut and then we're there by, we didn't even start that early no, in the day. No, no, did because I, I didn't want to get up that early to catch the train. Yeah, no, it's a lazy yeah, day it thing. was a really <laughs> a relaxed day. It was amazing. Waldshut is a really cute town. It's such a, it's a nice little change of scenery because the aspect of it being along the Rhine River, which is this beautiful, in that area, it's a beautiful turquoise waters. The town itself is, yeah, it's another quaint little German fairy tale looking town with towers and then once you're down there you don't have to go back up the hill you don't have to ride your bike back up the hill and that's the best part about this is that uh, then there's a train that takes you basically over to Basel Switzerland and you ride that train along the Rhine River and then in Basel there's a direct train back up to Freiburg you can also do this exact same trip on a bus that bus route is just a normal city bus route covered in our in our passes if we get a pass from a hotel or if we buy a day pass and that's just one of my favorite bus routes if I feel like I just want to see I just want to be a tourist I just want to ride the bus and look out at the landscape all right the other one that I was going to mention is a really simple could even be like a half day or just a meal and that's SAG well first off I always pronounce it differently every time I say it sometimes I say SAG sometimes I say SAG S 
AIG and people should look that up absolutely because it is a hidden gem. I would a thousand percent recommend staying there if you rent a car because it is a little bit tricky to get to working with the bus system. And SEG is part of Feldberg, it's part of the community, and it is where there's a lot of uh, vacation rentals and hotels up there. The view of the Schwarzwald all the way out, I'm gonna always say it, all the way out to the split house, but (laughs) that's why I live here. It's, It's breathtaking, it's really great. And there's this really cool hotel which was Yufa, I think, J-U-F-A. That is where we hung out for an afternoon on their terrace. And you can get snacks and drinks and just take take it in. It's- yeah, we, we had several in Aperol Spritz while looking at... I mean, the view yes. is just so crazy. Like, on the left-hand side, you have the full... I mean, on that day, we that was probably the clearest I've ever seen the Alps there. And then you see the Black Forest. You see Sag itself, which is a really cute town. And then you, you also have a view yeah. of Feldberg's. So you get to see, um, they have a really famous lighthouse there. And it just feels yeah. so cozy and tucked away. And- that is a great afternoon. Um, there's also a couple of hikes from there that are really good. There's it has There are these popular trails around here that are called like the Panorama Way <laughs> trail that's marked specifically because basically pretty much the whole route has a really nice view and they tend to be more flat or along a ridge line. So it's a really good walking path. And um, Saig has one of those. I didn't mention Feldsee. So this would be another great hike. Um, and this could be done any time of year, really pretty in the fall or the winter. It can be included on a trip to Feldberg because it's the lake. It's a natural lake that is part of the Feldberg area. Um, but it's hiked down. You hike down into a little canyon to get down to it. it. It's a good activity on even kind of a foggy overcast day. And there's several routes you can hike up from Tidise. So you see two lakes. You've got the Tidise Lake and then you hike hike up through the forest and um, hike up to Feldsea. And near there is a guest house where last time we went, it was all like self-service, but they have like just the honor system, which is such a German thing where you go in and you pick out your little slice of cake and take a beer out of the fridge and you calculate (laughs) it yourself of how much they have a price list, a menu, and you drop some money into the coin box. They even allow you to make your own change like it's just the most adorable thing and they have one of those there which I'm assuming is then open pretty much year-round that hike can be included into like I said a pretty easy hike where you just hike down from Feldberg and make a little round hike or you can choose your way if you want to be going up you can hike up from Tidisee up to the Feld Feldberg Sea and then which is a lake Sea is German word for lake. Sorry, I keep saying that, but <laughs> you can continue to hike up to Feldberg and from there take the bus back, or you could get up in the morning, catch the bus, and go up and then come down. So there's many ways that you could just do half of the hike, basically go as a through hike instead of a round trip. Okay, well, we've talked a bit about if there's a particular time of year that's good to visit or not. I mean, basically all times of year are great, depending on what you're looking for. Um, so the other question is, are yeah. there any like festivals or local events that make, make it fun to attend or to visit that time of year? In the winter time, there's various sporting events that happen. There, we're famous for um, ski springen. What is that? Ski jumping. 
uh, there's one in Hindersarten and there's one in Tidisay Neustadt where they have the um, the slopes for the ski jumpers and they have these national competitions held there. International competitions are held there. That's an activity that draws a big crowd, an international crowd. Christmas markets just in general in Germany and you mentioned Ravenneschluck. I don't know how much you've talked about that one before, but that is Christmas market on crack. <laughs> I don't know. It is. <laughs> um, I, I guess that one's only on the weekends through December, end of November through December. But if, if your timing works out that you're here for that, that one is, it's just ex- especially magical based given its setting. But that's actually a really good idea. If you came and stayed in the Black Forest during a December weekend, you could enjoy the like winter wonderland feeling. You could go to Ravenishlucht. And then especially if you have a car, you could drive all the way over to some of the markets in the Alsace in France. Um, you could go down to Switzerland or Freiburg. So it actually would be a good peaceful place to stay. And then just in the evenings or whatever, go on like half day trips to different Christmas markets. Oh, absolutely. And then uh, as I mentioned in the summer, We've already talked about that there'll be various like marathon events. There'll be the random music festival or food truck festival. Oh, there's also the garbage can. I was just going to ask. I was like, what was that weird festival? that? (laughs) So (laughs) in Tirise Neustadt at it's, it's in the summertime at the slope where they do the ski jump um, but it's on the road leading up to the ski jump so they're not actually using the ski jump itself that's that would be too crazy but they have people from the surrounding area bring a garbage can with them and basically use it as a sled and you're allowed it's it's kind of you know they have their rules they're Germans after all <laughs> um, I remember looking at the sign up sheet for it last year and you had to go in like a day prior and bring the can you were going to race on so that they could inspect oh it God. to make sure you hadn't done any illegal um, like <laughs> adjustments to um to the can it had to have you know its original tires on it and it's <laughs> it couldn't have like extra weight in it or whatever but it's a fun just it's just fun it's not a super serious competition which is what i like about it um there are people dress up in, in costume and spray paint their garbage cans that that's a fun event there's food trucks there's beer it's just people having fun they they do it's for a f- whole weekend of this so and when is it again it it varies from year to year, but I feel like it was in May of last year. All right. This question, I think, is probably a dud, but it, I got to ask it. I ask it every time. Are there any cool libraries or bookstores? My favorite would be Hinter's Arten Library. They have a public library in Hinter's Arten. No, I have not been inside. <laughs> um, I have walked by it several times and peered in the window. I don't think I've ever been there with the opening hours. You know, it's got it's got village opening yeah, hours. Yeah, I was going to say, these are all places where, like, you're lucky if you have a supermarket, let alone a library. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, but the Hindersarten one is just really cute and um Hindersarten itself is just a really cute pretty little forest ski town, you know. Imagine you're just like having a you day, you're doing your favorite things and then like to round up this day, you go to your favorite your personal favorite spot to just like sit and exist and spend time in the area. Where is that? This is a hard question to answer because I was thinking back about what would happen if I, like, if I was ever gone from this area for a long time, where would I go when I came back? I would have to say the top of Herzogenhorn 
that's our second highest mountain here, but it's personally my favorite because it's a little bit less crowded than Feldberg. It's the one place I can go and just sit and zen out and just zone out up there where I feel a sense of connection to the earth and but also a sense of like spirituality like because I'm high up and the views are insane that it just puts me in a different just on a different level. Okay, let's say someone's not convinced at this point. What is your last minute? Push them over the edge. Convince them to come visit. Elevator pitch for the Hochschwarzwald. Um, that would have to be the probably the water quality. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! Yes. How have we not mentioned this? Shower in the water that comes from this community. Like I said, we are the highest. We're the highest community in Germany. So we have our waters coming from spring mountain sources. And your hair and skin will never feel softer as it does here. It's crazy. I don't know. So I'm addicted to it. That's why I can't leave. Um, And then there's also we're designated um, healing air area. (laughs) (laughs) It can't be directly translated, but it can. Um, But this, this whole area has has uh, some of the freshest air. I mean, that, I don't know if that's saying much for Europe, as Europe is known to just be overpopulated and over what have polluted. But, um, but I feel it. I feel an, a difference. Um, so yeah, air and water quality. I can really attest. If I know I'm visiting you, I will save my shower and my hair wash for you, and yeah. it's become part of our routine. It's like when I get there, and like our other friends that visit too, we'll just like line up and take showers before we yeah, start just doing come, our come day. And shower. <laughs> Just come here for the Schwarzwald shower. It really is like no other place. Yeah, and it makes sense too. Are the beers good and all that stuff? And the other thing is we didn't talk much about like specific drinks or food. But honestly, I feel like that's not necessary because everything I've had, if you go to like a good guest house or hotel restaurant or whatever, I don't need to tell you what to order. You can order whatever you want. (laughs) The point is the quality is just going to be really good because the water is fresh, the air is clean. That means the crops are nice and good quality. The meat is great quality. So it's not about a specific dish. Like you can follow your heart's desire. It's just the quality of everything is very high there. And I have to say like, this is a different tangent, but I was getting really grumpy this week because I feel like with moving stuff going on, I haven't been able to just like, enjoy the day-to-day life of living here for a while now and what I'm like when I was really thinking about it I was like man what I miss is like when's the last time I just like went out in nature and just enjoyed the beauty of it and ever since I had that thought I'm like really yearning to come up to you for a weekend and just like reset feel better about the world and life and and not be sick. Maybe I wouldn't be sick all the time. Yeah. If I was having that good, good air quality. You need the air and the water. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what this place feels is it feels like a reset and why I would recommend to anybody coming to Europe that just, yeah, you a weekend here is great. A week here is great. You'll feel reset. You'll feel re- re-energized and it can be part of a greater trip. We're going to round the corner and head to home. We're going to cut ourselves off <laughs> and round the corner and head to home with the ending segment, which is called Zack, Zack, Zack. This is a rapid fire question round where I ask you three questions that you answer without thinking it, overthinking it. Just go with your gut. Are you ready? Yes. What is your favorite YouTube channel at the moment? The Chateau Diaries. Over the holidays and New Year's, like what was your treat yourself meal or snack or drink or whatever it was? 
Okay, it's carbonara. I'm I've become obsessed with spaghetti carbonara, <laughs> and that's thanks to my second favorite YouTube channel at the moment. Um, no, it's just this comedian that Matteo Lane, who's a, an Italian American comedian, and he's been just dropping like carbonara influence, homemade, all homemade. I have not gone out for carbonara. I've been making it, um, but that I ate that a lot over the holiday season. And finally, you love sheep. Um, what's your favorite? sheep product um of the moment (laughs) oh my wool socks yeah has to be the socks yeah yeah I have to just make that simple because if I talk about my other favorite product um but that the other one is a year-round product that would be the lanolin which is um yeah the sheep's sweat but (laughs) I'll just I'll go on forever but the for now it's the sheep socks because they they that's how I survive winter yeah same and by the way I just realized the ones I wear to bed slash wear around the house like literally constantly over winter I've officially worn holes through so yeah they're that well loved I had to darn a bunch of mine recently but then once I did they came back to life (laughs) very very good I feel like we've got so many good tips in here I'm gonna make a giant um, blog post on the website that I'll link people to where we link to the different things that we mentioned places places that we mentioned and I of course want to say thank you for coming on the show and doing this episode but I also just want to say thank you for being queen of the black forest and being my personal guide to all things Hochschwarzwald because I feel like I mean we always just were friends because we were friends but I feel like I should have been paying you uh, a high fee for the amount of cool amazing experiences that we've had through your adventures so thanks for letting me tag along <laughs> well you're very welcome I'm just um it's my favorite thing to do is to host people and show people around and um I don't know if I'll eventually I I mean I feel like if I stay here longer I'm eventually going to somehow work in the tourism sector in one way or the other and this was just training thanks again to jenny for returning to the show at long last links to all of the various episodes that jenny and i have done together over the years are in the show notes as is the blog post with all of the information that we mentioned in this episode in the show notes you'll also find the link to my instagram it is at the expatcast and you can visit me online at the expatcast.com as always, I want to thank Amy Lunky Art for the logo and Sidehug for the theme music. They're on Instagram at a hug from the side. I am running out of free slots for this season, but if you're listening to this, especially this episode, and you think, hey, the town I'm living in deserves its own Travel Germany episode, email me or DM me, whatever. I would love to do one more Travel Germany episode this season if we can make it happen, but that depends not on me, but on you. If you are living in a cool place and you want to tell us about it, drop me a line. On Thursday, we'll be back in your feeds with another Blast from the Past catch-up episode. We'll be catching up with Austin from Expat Hour. All right, until then, have a wonderful week. Bis dann. Tschüss.